unfiltered, uncensored, and unapologetic. This is the Retail War Zone Podcast. Uh, this is just going to be a light one. Uh, as the, the title says, if you got shit to bitch about, tonight's your night. Flood the chat. What do we got going on? We can talk about HR or how worthless they are. We can talk about shoplifters, how they suck. We can talk about how leadership doesn't follow up with their employees. You name it. So um, just one of those kind of things. Uh, don't really have like a major topic. But I will say that I posted an article that I'd found on Drudge Report talking about mental health. And it really focused on like the celebrity side of it. And if you did not read that, I highly recommend that you do because it's very similar to what we talk about um, with retail. Um, And there's a generational aspect to it as well. When you read it, the overall tone is kind of odd and they kind of put the blame on the younger generation for being aware and wanting to have better mental health, so to speak. What's up, Mad Dog? What's the latest with your car? Um, but it, it's very similar. Now, the only thing I did not like about it is, look, mental health you know, on the job is a problem for everybody. I hate that you know, they focused on the celebrity side of it. Maybe that'll help, you know, kind of expose it a little bit. But, you know, it's uh, one of those things where it could have done some good, but it still kind of didn't really paint it in a good light. Because I know there's a lot of talk about, like, a lot of these pop artists and whatnot taking time off for mental health. And I get it. You know, that's something. There's somebody I'm going to reach out to. I'm not going to say who I'm going to shoot my shot uh, in the music industry <clears throat> to talk about mental health in the music industry, because that's a very grueling business. And, you know, the way the industry works now, artists don't really make that much money on records anymore. So they have to make their money from merch and touring, which if, you know, they're trying to support themselves, they're in a van playing 300, 400 shows a year. You know, it's, it's, well, not 400 a year, obviously, but, um, it's, it's rough. So let's see what we've got going on here. Um, blame tech says, yo, I have to T. Um, I guess your next comment was what you were trying to say. Uh, hybrid, you're correct. We didn't make participation trophies. Boomers did. Blame tag says, yo, if I have to read one more article about quiet quitting, I'm going to burn something down. Uh, okay. So I've seen the term. I have not done my due diligence because I have, uh, you know, I've had a lot going on the past few weeks. Somebody please explain to me quiet quitting. Um, I've seen some bits here and there. And, you know, it's obviously a topic I probably need to get into, and maybe that will be, you know, the focus of an episode coming up. Um, I'm not 100% sure what it is. It does seem that it's pretty negative towards um, younger generations, I think. Uh, Okay. I did see that. Just doing your job's bare minimum instead of going up and above. You know, I'd seen, I'd posted a thing from um, the... uh, wonderful website of LinkedIn where some person was talking about how candidates were lazy and whatnot. And I don't know where it happened hero. And I talked about this today. I don't know what caused it, but it seems like a younger generation, even though I I do agree with her for an older generation, it does seem kind of bratty in a way, you know, because how we've been conditioned and how we've been raised. But, you know, now we have the younger generation is saying, Hey, you know, what is this company going to do for us? Whereas for years and years and years, companies have always put this out like, Hey, we're doing you a favor hiring you. What do you offer us for us to bring you on board? And the script got flipped and I don't think there's anything wrong with that. So thoughts in the chat on that as well. Um, Irish asked if that is the great, 
the new great resignation, very possibly. Uh, I, I really think it's just a way to uh, talk down about younger workers, to be honest with you. Now, and don't get me wrong. Lazy's lazy. I mean, there's people out there, young and old, that are just lazy and have no business working. They suck. We know this. But that's not everybody. And I'm getting really sick of hearing, oh, if they're between the ages of 20 and 26, they're going to be terrible. That generation just doesn't want to work. That's some bullshit. (laughs) That is absolute um, bullshit. You know, I don't know what kind of Kool-Aid you've been drinking to think that all 20 to 25-year-olds don't want to work. No. Come on, man. It's not like that. I actually watched a clip of an undercover boss that I came across from Checkers, and there was this guy that was working there, and he was getting talked to like shit. And he was younger. He was like probably 23, 24 years old or something like that. And, you know, the CEO talked to him and told him he didn't need to be talked to that way, and he started crying. Yeah, they don't want to work. Dude said, I just want a job. I just want to make some money. Sure, it's all, you know, 20 to... Honestly, I think if you ask these people, they'd probably say from 20 to 30, but no, nah. but let's see here. Uh, Mad Dog says, quite quitting, only doing the amount of work you're being paid for. So act your wage. I think all of us are guilty of doing more than what we're getting paid for. I'll just leave it at that. Um, Albert says they have a point. Hero says, um, Blank your co-workers in the ruse of blank the man is what it amounts to. Got you. Uh, blame tag. It's clickbait dumbasses using viral TikToks as sources of information. Yes. Mad Dog says, my boss had an interview last week and said she didn't like her because of her size. I have now lost a lot of respect and I wanted to rip her throat out. I don't care how, how big or small you are, if you can do the job. You know, and my opinion's changed. I mean, I was coached and coaxed to be a certain kind of manager and and don't tolerate some things. I mean, God, for, for the longest time, you know, I was, it was drilled in my head. If they had like tattoos all over the place that you couldn't, that you could see or on their face or whatnot, you didn't want to hire them. Had nothing to do with whether they could do the job or not. They were scared. Some 70 year old woman's going to walk in and see some person that has like, you know, Mike Tyson tattoos on their face and they're going to like freak out. That's stupid could be the greatest employee you, you you never had. And, you know, as I got out of management and, and kind of just chilled and, and got rid of all that kind of garbage, you realize, hey, look, it's hard getting good people out there right now. Don't matter what your size is. Don't matter what color your hair is. Doesn't matter if you've got, you know, I love my baby mama tattooed all over you. If you can do the job, fuck, do the job. Hire them, but pay them, pay them what they deserve. Um, hybrid says they try to make it sound like we're the problem with the minimum requirement requirements are 10 times harder than it was 30 years ago. Yes. Uh, Russell says my quote above my pay grade. Correct. Um, mad dog says that was to replace me. Wow. That's uh, see that, that that's awful. That is awful. You know, uh, was this person, I'm assuming this person was rather large, and, you know, I know a lot of large people that can fucking fly and move, man. You know, there are some people out there have conditions that, you know, they can't be skinny and like running 20, you know, 30 miles an hour all day long. Blame Tank says we weren't allowed to hire people with tattoos at the theater. So stupid. Yeah. I mean, what the fuck does having a tattoo have to do with selling somebody some popcorn and overpriced skittles i mean come on you know um i just i just think you know and hero will tell you i've changed a lot through the years maybe that's something maybe that's an episode i should have later on talking about how i used to be and the things that i were taught and how when i got out of it and the brainwashing it's just not that way uh irish says i got a new regional manager today old one out on stress leave uh, three R's regional manager to be out with that in 12 months. Yep. Hero says, sent me an article today that says employee productivity is actually three times more than it was in the seventies. Yep. And guess what? Those are mostly younger folk. So 
Uh, Mad Dog says in response to the the person's size. Then she interviewed a part time associate and said she wouldn't consider taking anyone full time because it affects her bonus and her paycheck. Then asked the person she was bringing back why she blocked her on Facebook. Oh my God! See, that's manager with priorities in the wrong spot. I never look much to my detriment. I never cared about my bonuses ever. Uh, you know, if I was getting a bonus off of payroll, I would much rather have my store look decent and have enough people to run it than than the bonus check. Uh, it's it, because sure you can get a great bonus check. Your store looks like shit, and they're gonna threaten to fire you like every time they come in. It's, it's not worth the bonus. <laughs> there again, it's, it's not worth the money. Um, Hybrid said that would be the retail spouse episode. Yeah, we we you're right. And and that's one that I've asked about and I really need to get back on that because I do believe it would be a great episode to have spouses of retail managers or restaurant managers or whatever so they can tell their side of what they had to see their spouse go through, the changes they went through, you know, how they went from being a good person to maybe a bad person, how they were miserable or whatnot, and what kind of effect. Because, see, not only does it affect your own mental health as you're a manager, but you're affecting the mental health of your families and whatnot. It's awful. It's awful. I mean, (laughs) you know, I will say my peak bad mental health was when I worked for at home. I, I I had hit the ceiling at that point and, and it, it, it was, it was over there. There was no going back after that. Um, here it says, I have quietly noticed over the years, how often store managers have been divorced at least once. Hmm. I wonder why. Ooh, blame tag. There's blame tag. That would be good. Oh, and Mrs. Irish. Oh, and hybrid. Oh Yeah. Yeah, I, I think that's I think that's worth talking about. I mean, you know, hero is a hero as well. Yeah, but it, it's I think that's a good conversation to have. Um, she wouldn't really come. Okay, um, but it, it's I I think that's an important thing. I mean, because if you've been entrenched in it, you know all the this, um kind of stuff is just it 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 affects more than the store it affects more than the store manager as soon as that store manager go home it it, you know you might have a spouse that's happy to see you come home and won't talk to you and you walk in and you're like i don't want to talk to a fucking soul not your kids not nobody and and believe it or not that carries over even though i'm not doing it anymore there's still a lot of times there i'm just kind of like i just want to be left alone and 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 do nothing basically so uh you sure blame tag? You sure you can't you can't bribe her into it? Like I'd love to get uh Cranky's spouse on here. You know, uh I, it it doesn't, you know, because we we've got women <clears throat> that are in management and men that are in management. I mean, here both sides. I mean it, it's I think that's a that's a path we need to go down. So if Miss Irish is is into it, and I know Hero would do it, um, and then hybrid. That'd be good too. You know, maybe if we get one more, you know, four people be kind of like the max. Um, you're right, Russell. You got to leave work at the door. It's very hard, but you got to. But unfortunately, when you work in a job where you're the HMFIC and your phone rings nonstop because of that, you can't leave it. I mean, you, you just can't. You can try, but, but it's always going to um, be a problem. Blame takes that she told me to pretend I'm working so she doesn't have to do it. Now she's saying has book club even though she doesn't know what date it is. <laughs> uh, oh, Hero said she can send notes and Hero could read it. Well, you know, blame take that's a good thing. Like if 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 you're good at writing, you know, maybe you be on that night and you read what she had to say. That may work. You know, we're flexible up in this joint <laughs> there are no rules um well there's two but other than those two that, that it's katie bar the door so it doesn't really matter but did you guys see the target sales loss um 90 percent from quarter 
two of last year versus this year. Did like one point eight billion dollars in twenty twenty one, and only did one hundred eighty three million in twenty twenty two. Um, I I posted that article. I do believe we're going to see a retail bust very soon. And then um, one of the followers, uh, Chris, on Twitter had sent an article about how 50% of retailers um, were looking to cut staff. And here's where it's going to get interesting, all right? This goes back to the way at the, the, the beginning of the retail war zone, this whole they don't want to work, this whole, well, um, it's, uh, you know, what, what we're looking for. Oh, the extended unemployment benefits and all the welfare and all these things. Nobody wanted to work. So the Chamber of Commerce is all over the country started lobbying their government officials. You know, all the major retailers and whatnot started lobbying, you know, against this stuff to get people back to work. Okay. So now, you know, they want to talk about quiet quitting or whatnot. A lot of these companies are going to start cutting people. So the same fucking companies who said nobody wanted to work and they had all these job openings are not going to feel real bad about letting people go or cutting their hours. Kind of goes along with that whole, I was telling Hero today about how, you know, the point being made, why should you give a two weeks notice? Because nobody give you a notice when they're firing you. So all that... if that once again just doesn't show that employees are a controllable expense, as you see on the screen down there, it, it, it what more do you need? I mean, you can't have it both ways. It can't be nobody wants to work, but then we get everybody to come to work. Oh, by the way, we don't need you now. Fuck off, man. That's what's wrong with the whole fucking shit show in a nutshell. Um, Hero says it may need to be pre-recorded because once we get started, it'll probably be a long one. <laughs> oh, Mad Dog, y'all got a bunch of uh, Target merch in? Um, yes, I need to tell you the idea the hero had blame tag. I will tell you that uh, it involved yoga pants. Um, If I'm thinking of the same one. Um. Yeah, hybrid, that's very possible. Quiet quitting is a cover for when they fire people. Yep. And, uh, you know, Berserk had posted something in regards to that about how companies are going to be laying people off, but they're using this quiet quitting thing as well. So you are probably onto something there as well, just as he. It's just, um, it is, it's, it's, it's rough out there. It's not gotten really any better. It really hasn't. Uh, Mad Dog says, I think quiet quitting is a way for employees to take control of their life back. They are no longer willing to kill themselves for a job that doesn't give a shit. Bingo. Bingo. You know, the days of do the job you want versus doing the job that you have are over. And guys, think about all of us that are older. Think about all the bullshit we have fallen for our entire career. Sure, we're thankful we're employed. But really and truly, I mean, were they really doing us a favor? When you look at the long-term mental damage that it's done to all of us if we were in management or whatnot, I mean, what were what were we doing? You know, we'd stick around for peanuts. You know, we'd stick around for a 2% raise, which it doesn't matter how much money you're making. 2% ain't shit. But you're constantly being threatened with your job, the whole nine yards. And you, you one phrase, Steve overdid it. Yes. Um and, and that's what you do is a lot of us that are older, we kind of have a certain standard of how we want to work and we feel bad if we do not meet that standard, but hell we're at a point in time where maybe we shouldn't, maybe we shouldn't kill ourselves act your wage, so to speak. And you know, if you're not making $15 an hour minimum wage, no matter where you work, cause that's what it should. Well, it should re- actually be 20 at this point with inflation, but at 15 bucks an hour across the board, across the industry, if you're not making that, don't work above that. You, you just shouldn't do it. Cause it, I mean, it doesn't get you anything. I mean, it really doesn't. You get tired, you get burnout. It's, it, I mean, we, we, we fallen for it. For, I mean, I'm guilty. I mean, we fallen for it for years. I mean, it is like Iris and I have this conversation from time to time about different things about the opportunity. Come on, man. 
Come on. Hobbard says the job nearly killed him last year. See? I mean, at Hobbard, you took a step back, right? So you didn't go any further. You were like, that's it. You, you, you went backwards. And that's what we're faced with, you know. Um, Mad Dog says mental, physical, emotional relationships, all damage we can, can't completely fix now. You're right. What's in the past is in the past. It's done. So it's, I, I have said, you know, numerous times um, recently how I'm happy I figured it out when I did because I can't imagine going another 10 years and then, you know, the light going off being like, oh, shit. I mean, you know, I'm not getting any younger. You know, time doesn't go backwards, unfortunately. So I, I feel like I kind of figured it out at the right time. And obviously COVID had a lot to do with that. You know, I got laid off. And they shut down my store. I mean, so I was kind of forced into it. But the reality was I was ready for a break anyway. And, um, you know, sometimes dreams do come true. I wanted to take a year off and I got a year and a half. So there we go. I got fat and then needed to go back to work and do something physical so I could lose all the weight. You know, um, Hero says, to be honest, you wouldn't have probably made another 10 years under stress. You're right. I probably would. I would have exploded. I mean, she's a man, never been so mad in my life. I just, just, just miserable, miserable. Don't miss it. And although my current job, I, I do enjoy my current job and the pay is not ideal. All right. Um, I do enjoy what I do. So, I mean, there is that part. Yeah. I got really pissed off the other day or whatnot, but I'm all right now. And, um, it's going to be what it's going to be because at the end of the day, when you look at it, I do get to leave that, you know, when I come home, I'm done. You know, we might talk about stuff or whatnot, but it's not like my phone's blowing up or, you know, I got to worry about anything. I have a, a task to do. I do my task and I go home and, and that's, and that's great. And, uh, you know, so that part of it, yeah, I mean, companies have rules and policies and stuff like that. And uh, I understand and I get it, but that doesn't mean I have to be happy about it or like it. So, and none of you guys do as well. So it's, you know, it's okay to be disappointed from time to time. Um, but I'm kind of over it now, so. It's all good. Uh, let's see what else we got here. Um, or you can get a job with the IRS, government benefits, plus that pay. Man, they're weaponizing the IRS. Fuck the IRS right now. I mean, they're hemming and hawing around about student debt. And, and did you see how many IRS agents they're getting ready to hire? And they're going to arm them fuckers? Come on. <laughs> exactly, blame tag. You get stressed and shit, but a lot healthier than when you were a manager. Quinoa when aliens, well, when aliens come, maybe they'll, you know, they'll give us renewable energy and, uh, yeah, we won't have to be slaves to the ground. So to speak, as Skid Row said, um, I pronounced it right this time. Thank you. You're welcome. All that other jazz. So, but yeah, I mean, uh, Iris said down in the chat, I didn't realize how bad it affected my mental health until relatively recently. Going in every day, let me, thinking today might be the day I get fired was normal once. Um, yeah, I mean, that that's the thing, you know, I know Iris, you're close. I know that, that if you were to find a way out of retail, you're probably done and I don't blame you, you know, yes, you could call what I do. Um, it's grocery it's it's retail all right but i don't have a position of power or importance and i just get to do my thing and go so um well you know hybrid that that's that's a thing renewable energy there's all this stuff about fossil fuels and whatnot but there's not a cheaper alternative and and that's the problem i'm all for it you know my father and i were talking the other day you know many years ago they talked about like fuel cells for cars we don't hear about that anymore although i do think you know have having hydrogen fuel cells in the back of your your volkswagen makes you like a traveling atomic bomb but it can't be any worse than driving a fucking tesla that's going to blow up on you so you know and that's the thing and i saw today that california has passed like this legislation that they're going to outlaw the sale of gasoline powered cars and they're not going to be able to be sold by 2035. So that's, you know, a little over, what is that? 13 years. And you, it's, 
But my question is, if we, if what needs to happen is we need to find a way to convert, you know, it, you know, combustion engines into clean energy. Because where the fuck are all the cars going to go when the government says, okay, you can't drive a gas vehicle? I mean, haven't we, like, polluted the planet enough with trash? What are they going to do, dump a bunch of cars in the ocean? I mean, no one talks about that. Where, where's all this shit going to go? I mean, it'd be, it'd be better to find a way to retrofit current vehicles with, you know, a cleaner energy alternative. That would be what, and you have all the major manufacturers behind it. All the dealerships do it. So the actual core vehicle you keep, you just got to get rid of the engines. So everything costs too much. That's the thing. Uh, Hero says they would charge $2,000 a month to rent in the rusted husks. Yeah, you're probably right. Um, Let's see. Uh, Mad Dog says about the car, I've had to open a case. CarMax is involved, repair pals involved, Volkswagen is involved, and I will soon have an attorney representing me. Godspeed. <laughs> you know, keep us up. Um, Mad Dog also says we need to switch to fry oil. So while you're filling up at McDonald's, fill up your car. <laughs> well, there's plenty of that too. And, and, and there's many times during the years, there's people who've developed engines that run on water. I mean, come on. But, you know, with droughts and stuff, I mean, all the lakes and shit are drying out right now. So I don't think water's, you know, probably the best way. Um, tight metal cubes. Yes. I mean, you can compact them and whatnot. But I, I, there, there's got to be a better way. I mean, or public transportation, really. You know, bullet trains. We need our version of bullet trains here. You know. Um, and then you, you, you need to have, you know, law enforcement, you know, proper law enforcement on these things to make sure it doesn't turn up like fucking Marta in Atlanta. <laughs> you know, you, there, there are things that can be done, but the reality is, you know, the fossil fuels rule all governments, regardless of what anybody says, there's too much money and kickbacks going to politicians from oil companies. You know, nobody has the balls to cut them off. You know, um, Dinosaur tracks in Texas because of the drought. Yes, yes. Um, check out Lake Mead. That that's a big one too. They keep finding bodies that the mob dumped there because the the lake's just about gone. Um, Blame Tank says the politicians need to split the oil companies' balls out their mouths for any of that can happen. Exactly, exactly. And that's the other thing. Uh, you know, I, I'm not going to get into politics, but from a governmental standpoint, I don't think any politician in Congress should be allowed to take any money whatsoever from a business, period. You you start cutting out all that shit and you let politicians just be politicians running on their platforms and there's no lobbying and whatnot, watch, Congress will empty out real fast. They'll take their money and run, you know. Um they are pushing electric, and you know what? There's nothing wrong with having electric vehicles, but, I mean, hell, the average American can't lives paycheck to paycheck and barely can afford to live and pay rent where they're at, and they're expecting everybody to buy fucking electric cars? No, don't work that way. You know, you want, you want electric cars? Fine, cancel student debt, then we'll talk. You know, it's, it's, pretty, it's, it's pretty bad. And, and hybrid, you're right. It doesn't matter what side of the aisle they're on. They all take money. They all take it. You know, I mean, at this point, our entire government's like theater. It really is. One side's going to pander to a bunch of people. The other side's going to pander to a different kind of people. And then when they get elected, they're never going to do what they say they're going to do. It, it doesn't matter. And it's just like us talking about retail and all the shit that we've put up with all our, our careers. The American people keep putting up with the same rounds of lies and bullshit and broken promises for seemingly forever at this point. You know, the bill that covered the electric vehicles, you need to have a certain amount of American made parts and certain batteries to get the deduction. Um, I, I, uh, eh. it, I'm all for buying American. I'm all for producing 
in America. Now, I mean, look, let's face it, from an economic standpoint, we've set ourselves up to fail and get really, really screwed if some of these foreign countries decided, oh, guess what? We're not sending you anything anymore. But once again, the reason that occurred is because the rich people wanted cheap labor to increase their profits and pad their pockets more. So they outsourced all this shit to countries who, I mean, we think our working conditions are bad. I mean, slave labor, you know, child labor, I mean, all this crazy bullshit also they can make more profits. And now here we are. And when you're dependent on a whole bunch of other countries making shit because you, you didn't want to pay people, you know, what they were worth to create your products. So you sourced it out overseas. Those people should be like thrown in jail. If the economy goes to shit, those companies, the owners of those companies who sold out those jobs, they should see prison because they're the ones who caused that shit. If we're not getting everything from China, guess what? Supply chain issues don't matter, right? So who's to blame there? Well, I know who's to blame. Nobody wants to work. That's why, right? <coughs> uh, Mad Dog says at the beginning of COVID, how many vehicles, gas, and electric are parked because we couldn't necessary? Oh, you couldn't get the parts and chips. Um, well, that's still ongoing. I mean, you know, there's a lot of you know that play video games. There's shortages on video game consoles, just like there are cars because there's you know a chip shortage. Okay, well. I don't know. Maybe. I mean, we're the country that put men on the moon. Why are we not making chips here? Oh, I know why. Because it's cheaper to do it in China and they can have some person working 80 hours a week for like a dollar an hour and NVIDIA and, and AMD and whatnot. Their cost on their chips are low, which means more profit for them, especially when people start mining crypto and graphics cards get gouged like 10 times the price that they were. So just stupid. Um, let's see. Russell says in the green bill, yeah, we do things green, but where we get these parts from are like watching Homer in the nuclear plant. Shit's going out everywhere. Yeah. And you know, um, it, you know, going green, I mean, look, the first thing we need to do when we start discussing these kind of things is find out the way to make it affordable for everybody. Until then, they need to shut up. They really need to shut up. Um, Hybrid says, I'm honestly debating on buying 10 switches and just reselling them during the holidays for two times price. Ain't worth it. They, they've got plenty. The, the, the Nintendo, um, I read a report, they, they secured a lot of raw materials. So they'll be fine. It, 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 you're not going to be able to get it to, you know, if you can get Series X's or PS5's, yeah, shit, yeah. But especially at Christmas, but you can't even get those now. So um, Hero asked Irish if there's a big push for electric cars there. And Irish says, yes, huge and big financial incentives too. So you can get a grant towards one if you can already afford a thirty to $50,000 car. People on low wage stuck paying high fuel prices. See, there again. So they're going to push this electric thing, right? And it's going to be very classist because they're only certain people are going to be able to afford them. So it's just going to be another reason to complain about low income, low wage workers. Look, they look all the responsible rich people. They care about the environment. They're driving electric cars. It's all the scum that you know flip burgers at McDonald's who want a living wage, who are still polluting, you know, the atmosphere by using fossil fuels. I mean, can we not see that coming a mile away? That they're, they're going to split that, <laughs> you know. Here's all the great people who are, who are protecting the planet. Oh, but those once essential workers, they're, they're not essential to climate. They're not essential to pollution, you know. And uh, it, it's, I, I, you know, I don't know. I don't know what that, I mean, I don't think in my lifetime I'll see, you know, all electric vehicles. It's, it's not going to happen. It's just not. People can't afford it. You still got people driving around in like 1950 trucks, you know, I mean, the shit ain't going nowhere. And those 1950 trucks keep moving because they were made in America and they're easy as shit to work on. 
Blaine Tag, you'll love this. I used to say that what they needed to do was not electric, make everybody have like hovercrafts, right? So think about this. Everybody's in these hovercrafts that are like, you know, right on a cushion of air. No more traffic fatalities. You get on a major interstate like in Atlanta and it's all hovercrafts. It's just like grown up bumper cars. So you can have fun while you're in traffic. That was my, that was my solution to the problem because you're using air. You know, you have electric motors running the propellers to give you lift off the ground. Sure. You might only go 10 miles per hour, but it'd at least be fun. Right. And you don't have that little electric thing up top. You know, when you drive the bumper cars, it gets charged. So that's, oh, well, that's the way they could do electric vehicles. If they did it like bumper cars, every major highway has all your cars have poles on them that conduct electricity and you're just dragging as you go. And, and that's the other thing, too. Reduce speed limits along with whatever kind of vehicles you're getting. You know, decrease the traffic fatality rate. Um, Hybrid says, things they don't tell you about solar panels. You can be paid back by the electric companies, except only 5,000 people are allowed to do it. Wow. Uh, Mad Dog says, friend just got solar. Cost him 40 grand with the promise of being paid back, but they had to find it. See, they want you to go to clean energy but they ain't doing it for free if the environment was so important and there was such a climate issue why do you have to like give up a, a, a an organ to have clean energy see it's all about money fuck that shit you know whatever um Iris says, it's going to be like horses, only the rich have them now, except the car replaced the horse. Don't think we have anything to replace the car, right? Blame Tank says, people can't even change lanes right here. These people don't need to be fucking around and no hovercrafts. But hey, if they're in hovercrafts, they got that little pillowy thing around the bottom of them. They still aren't going to be able to change lanes, but at least it'd be fun. You know, you'd be going down the interstate and all of a sudden somebody you know, comes over and you, you know, two little air cushions hit and boom, and you know, you're, you got like a five year old, you know, bumper car war. It'd be great. Um, <clears throat> you were right, Russell, about Nikola Tesla. Um, you know, it, he, he figured it out, but guess what? There's a reason why free energy isn't a priority. Because of the first word, free, <laughs> right? If you can't make money on it, nope, not going to be there. Um, hybrid says, sounds like they had a hybrid solar setup where they had 18 batteries and about 10 panels. Uh, Mad Dog says, I'd be popping people's air cushions with my blow darts. Now, see, that's why we can't have nice things, because you want to pop people's cushions with blow darts. Just say no to blow darts. Ban blow darts. But there again, like everything else, I mean, it's all about money. It's just like the businesses that we're in and whatnot. I mean, it's, you know, um, somebody's got to make money off of it. I mean, and and that's crazy. And when you think about it, they want to do all these things that benefit everybody at a stupid high price. It's going to put you in debt because somebody got to make a profit. It's just like pharmaceutical companies. I mean, this whole shit about how expensive insulin is. Come on, man. You know, we've created something that could save your life, but if you can't afford it, guess what? You get to die. That's just the, that's just a roll of the dice, right? I mean, that, that's the whole problem with all this bullshit. You know, everybody talks a good game until it gets released and you got to pay for it. And, you know, I used to be one of those people, like, I loved really expensive guitars. Well, don't get me wrong. I still love expensive guitars, but I won't buy an expensive guitar ever again. Why? Because case in point, you know, if you know what you're doing, I bought a guitar off of online that was $69, ordered some electronics for it. It was another 70. So for $130, I've got this great guitar that plays and sounds just as good as like guitars that are thousands of dollars. So, you know, it's, you can find your way around, but you can see, you can't do that with a car. It's not like you can be like, Oh, I'm going to go buy, you know, a little Tykes car and put an engine in it and what? No, it don't work that way. <laughs> you know? So, um, 
Russell says that it takes a village is no longer valid. It takes a dollar. Yeah. That's one of the most profound things you've said, sir. That, that is true. It, it, you know, it's, and it's a shame, you know, it, it's, everything is so profit driven, you know, it's a capitalist society. That's, it's what it is. You know, we were born here. We didn't have a choice in it, you know, and, and, you know, we, we, all things considered, you know, we've had it pretty good. Um, we have a lot of freedoms here. And a lot of people don't, but what we really don't realize is those freedoms cost us a lot of fucking money and put us in a lot of debt. So it's a very, very, very unfortunate. So, you know, it is what it is. Um, Mad Dog says, so tax incentives for electric cars um, still will raggedy because the taxes we pay to state for road maintenance and you can't drive without having to swerve all over the road avoiding potholes and construction that has been going on for 10 years and nothing has finished it. You know, that you're right because especially in the state that we live in, we have probably the worst roads ever. Matt Mitchell, I don't know if you saw Mad Dog, the the how different drivers drive in each state, and the joke was, oh, well, you have roads with no potholes, and, and he was like, where? And he looked and smiled and said, North Carolina. <laughs> so, and um, but yeah, our also look at where our tax money goes when when you break down you know, all the different taxes that you pay to the state. Are you getting the bang for your buck? No, you're not. South Carolina, you know, you pay all this money in taxes that they promised to fix the roads. They only fix the roads in big places that are tourist attractions. They don't fix them like, you know, locally. So once again, the areas that most are fluent with money, they get all the repairs and whatnot. And, and you know, regular podunk pounds, we don't get shit. You know, you have to go get, pay extra money to get your car realigned because you hit a pothole that was like the size of the Grand Canyon. Which, you know, Russell and Hero and Mad Dog can attest. Those exist. <laughs> They're terrible. Um, <clears throat> Correct. They cost what they want it to cost, whatever makes their gain. And that's the thing about inflation that really, really has bothered me is that, look, look, I'm telling you right now, it, they, it, eventually somebody's going to get caught. But a lot of the companies that are out there that we all work for or or have worked for, they just jacking up prices to get away with it until somebody gets caught doing it. Because I'm telling you, the cost ain't went up that fucking much. At all. At all. And, you know, it's... I mean, look, okay? So Dollar Tree went up to a buck 25. We all know the joke, all right? So you mean to tell me that... You can get a roll of paper towels for a buck twenty-five, but you go to your local grocery store and that same roll of paper towels is two fifty. Oh no 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 no! Dollar Tree don't have that kind of buying power. Come on, you 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 just running prices up the flagpole. Make that dollar dollar. Um, Hero says, or get the local news to report your bridge is more holes than material. So yeah, that's that's scary. Boy, you know, in a lot of these states, it, it is scary to go over bridges. You don't know if things are just going to fall apart, you know, because you're not off the coast and you're not a tourist attraction. Oh, we'll, we'll get around to fixing that one, you know, when the money's just about gone and we have to tell everybody we're going to raise taxes to fix it. Hybrid says, I know a couple of people with solar and they like it, but they still have it hooked up to the grid in case it rains for a week straight and the batteries get drained, but they haven't run in that problem yet. Hello, Karen. Uh, Irish. Karen asks, does Ireland have cyclical gas prices like we do here? You know, meaning, you know, does gas go up like during summer and when kids are out of school and people are doing more vacations or is it kind of, you know, flatlined? Now, Karen, I don't know if you listened to the last episode, but we talked about it. Everybody here complaining about how much gas is here. Well, he informed us that in Ireland right now in U.S. dollars is about nine bucks a gallon. Think about that. Mad Dog says, you're paying for the clout of shopping at a place. What clout? What award do you get from shopping somewhere? I mean, come on. And I'll tell you what's really kind of funny. It was with inflation. So, like, all these stores and whatnot are raising prices. But restaurants, really, the prices aren't going up that much. I mean, 
so, you know, if a local restaurant is getting, you know, produce from the same place that your local grocers are getting, how come their prices aren't really going up, but the grocery store prices kind of weird, you know. Uh, Irish says in response to your question, no, not seasonal. We have a mild climate here, very sensitive to international prices, though, because we don't produce any. Yeah, so since you don't produce any at all, Irish, you're just kind of like you got your balls nailed to the wall on that. You you have to pay it no matter what. You don't have any say-so. Russell says Malden put two inches worth of asphalt, 18 inches by 300 feet, three eight-hour days, five people, one working at a time, the others just sitting around joking, asking why they were doing it, and said, we got to make our time somehow. <laughs> um. Howard Hooligan, unpopular opinion. Children shouldn't be allowed to enter the stores even with an adult. I disagree being a parent because um, it comes down to the parent making sure the child behaves. Now, don't think for a minute that I had a child, you know, that my children were perfect. I think a hero can probably vouch for this. To be honest with you, most of the time we didn't have many problems in stores, but we were the kind of people that if one of them was showing their ass they're getting hauled out we're not going to put other people through that now with children with parents who let them do that the parents should be removed too at that point i mean it's awful um but no i don't think i don't think that's valid because you know children have to have the exposure to things around them period um, especially not fair to like children that, you know, have like special needs and things like that. They need that exposure. So it goes both ways, but I do understand. I mean, you know, I've got kids, um, it, it, it's, I understand it, but the problem you have is the parents that come in with their kids that act like terrors and they don't care. They're the same ones that will let a child destroy a toy aisle and tell them, don't worry about it. Don't pick it up. They pay somebody to do that. Those people, that's why employees should carry tasers and we should be, we should allow to tase at least one customer per day. All that shit would stop. Promise. You know, uh, blame tanks says found out today that my workplace tried to save a few bucks by changing to cheaper suppliers and have lost tens of thousands of dollars in lost sales due to deliveries that don't show up. Ooh, that sucks. Irish in response to the gas. Uh, yep, we're screwed, and it rains here about 250 days a year, so solar isn't a perfect solution to power, and wind is too unreliable. Uh, I would agree with that. Yep. Um, Hero says, I have to take care of the toy and art supply areas in my store. Some parents should not be allowed. Yep. Um, Russell says, children are the future shoppers. We got to teach them. Yeah, yeah you got to teach them. I mean, the, the problem is... Um, like I said, the parents who just let their kids run crazy. I mean, it, Hey, look, let me tell you something. I know I feel all your pain guys, but try working at guitar center and parents who would drop their children off there. Like we were babysitting them and they just ran off. You got all these little kids want to play like $3,000 guitars and shit. Cause guitar hero was out. That was a nightmare. I'll take that over all y'all's complaints any day of the year. Period. It was awful. None of y'all could have made it. Nobody. <laughs> Nobody in this chat could handle that. <laughs> um, Blaine takes us hybrid. I once told our customer service manager that children shouldn't be allowed in our store. And she looked at me like I was a monster. You monster. Um, let's see. Uh, Karen says our company is going to try a DoorDash thing. Hey, I, I found out something. Um, a while back, speaking of DoorDash, I ordered something from Walmart.com and it got delivered like same day. And I wondered how. And I found out with a friend of mine who works for corporate, they're using Uber and Lyft. So they're like Uber drivers that come pick up Walmart online orders and deliver them. Crazy, right? Pretty smart if you think about it. Um, Mad Dog says, we have carpets that are 15 feet tall. Found a small person standing on top of one while Meemaw was on the phone. All I told her was I wasn't doing any paperwork. Well, yeah. Yeah, I agree. Irish correct. It's not the kids. It's parenting. Um, Blaine Tyke says, at the theater, our issues were always with the parents and not the kids themselves. Yeah. Hey, did you guys see that mess about um, 
the fight at Chuck E. Cheese uh, in South Carolina? What the, what is it with Chuck E. Cheese? Why? I mean, are they mad because the pizza sucks? Or are they mad because it's not showbiz pizza anymore and they don't have the animatronic show or whatnot? What is going on that Chuck E. Cheese is like Fight Club all over the country? Can somebody explain that to me? Because the pizza sure shit ain't good. Although, if you don't know, they are now Chuck E. Cheese frozen pizzas. Who the fuck asked for that? I sure as fuck didn't. I would rather have a little Caesars frozen pizza than a Chuck E. Cheese pizza. I mean, God, I can take, I, I can grab a piece of cardboard and put cheese on it and eat it. I mean, I, I don't, I don't need to go Chuck E. Cheese. Correct, blame tight. Chuck E. Cheese is the new Waffle House. Did they wrestle? Does Chuck E. Cheese serve alcohol? Can somebody verify this? Because that was, that, that was, that's a terrible idea. That's a bad idea. They, they're not Dave and Buster's. Stop it. Well, that's like, you know, Cracker Barrel started selling alcohol. I mean, that that is where, what path are we headed down when Cracker Barrel is now like, here, would you like to pair mimosa with your Southern fried chicken? No, I would not. Or here, would you like a Jack and Coke with your pancakes and syrup? No, I would not. <laughs> no, absolutely not. They got to make money. Um, hey, Waffle House. I, now, that is one chain, I will say. We went to eat at Waffle House a few months ago. It was more expensive to eat at Waffle House than it was at Cracker Barrel. For like cheeseburger plates. So their prices have went way up. And we were like, what the fuck? I mean, because you, you know, you expect prices to go up a little bit and whatnot. It was like, wow. Um, <laughs> Hero says, Matt did that one too. PBR with 99% of the menu. <laughs> yeah, they got to make money. Um, confirmed from Chuck E. Cheese menu. Yes, they serve alcohol. Well, that's a bad fucking idea. Oh, my God. God, but call, you know, little Johnny didn't get all the tickets out of the machine. <laughs> I mean, you could, mm, mm. I think I've only been to Chuck E. Cheese like once in my life. Now, when I was younger, Showbiz Pizza, I was, I went there a couple of times, I think. But I love video games and arcade machines. You, you couldn't, I mean, you, you could have like free Dragon's Lair for like the entire day. Or free Miss Pac-Man. I ain't setting foot in that fucking joint. Fuck that. If a family member says, hey, we're having a birthday party here. Nope, have fun. Ain't going. Not happening. <laughs> At all. Hero says, as if there weren't enough bodily fluids in the ball pit. Um, Blame Tech says, oh my God, I fucking love the reactions to Crackle Barrel customers on Facebook when they announced a vegan sausage. I mean, that sure i mean if you want vegan sausage that's all that's great it's just like there's that sausage bacon that's out now that i've yet to try but i need to um all these kind of things just mess people and can we talk a minute about organic vegetables okay so the concept behind organic is oh it's grown naturally no additives no pesticides and whatnot so wait a minute wait wait just a minute so we're paying an upcharge for organic food that they decided we're going to grow it the way it was grown like back in the 1800s and whatnot. <laughs> and it gets a premium. But if you want the chemicals and shit, we'll give you that. We'll give you cancer for cheap. But if we grow vegetables like they were meant to be grown, they're automatically organic. And now you have to pay extra. What the fuck is that? That's a marketing ploy. Oh, here comes Hero. No pesticides equals it goes bad faster usually. Oh, not my problem. Because you shouldn't buy vegetables to store. You should buy vegetables to cook that day. So tough shit. Iris says it's all about productivity. Uh, Mad Dog says we fucking grew up on fucking pesticides and we're fucking fine. Eye twitch and body jerk. <laughs> well, I mean, no. I mean, so if you have a garden, right? Chances are you're growing everything organic. You got a gold mine back there because, I mean, you 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 look at, like, the prices of organic vegetables, that's some insane bullshit, guys. 
Yeah, it's not genetically altered monster veggies. Boy, the, 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 uh, see, heroes into this stuff, heroes into like botany and shit. Um, it's my assumption, hero, haven't they done a lot of like uh, genetically modified apples? Is that why there's like all these cosmic flavors and shit? Uh, they grow bananas in Florida. Now, pineapples don't know where they grow. But, okay, well, Chiquita is not advertising organic bananas that I know of. Um, the refuge will have a garden. And see, that's another thing. You know, now, like, homeowners associates and shit, they won't let you have gardens. Why? They must be getting a kickback. Um, Blame Tech says, I don't eat organic because I'm a poor, but I understand why it costs more. Um, I don't. It's being grown the way it's always been grown since the beginning of time. And just, I mean, that's kind of like charging for water. I mean, it's, it's, I mean, am I wrong? Is organic not just like grown naturally like it would in the wild with no bullshit? Why is that more expensive? It's more expensive to, for the pesticides and all that shit. It's like, okay, we're going to put Roundup on your tomato. We know you're going to die sooner. So we're going to make it cheaper so you can enjoy your life. But when you harvest fruits and vegetables the way that God intended them to be raised, it costs more. That's fucked up. Next thing you know, they're going to be charging us by the breath. You know, um, Russell says, yet too nowadays, most veggies you buy, you can't turn into plants from the seeds. Uh, Iris says, I tried growing vegetables. Turns out I have no green thumbs. I killed things faster than Roundup. Wow. Um, organic is more expensive because the chemicals get better yields. Oh, so you're, you're saying that it's a supply and demand thing. So there's less organic. So therefore it should be more expensive. I agree with that from a financial standpoint and a business standpoint, but new, no, I don't agree. <laughs> I, th- I think it shouldn't, uh, blame tag says, but you can produce more and longer lasting shit with the Monsanto shit. It costs more to grow shit on actual farms and shit. <laughs> yep. Uh, Mad Dog says, but who started doing pesticides? The way back farmers because they needed a way for them to last longer? You know, I, I bet pesticides have a correlation when, like, the USDA and the FDA came into existence. It, it, it's going to go down. It's going to come down to an alphabet agency, and there being money and lobbying and kickbacks. Guaranteed. Guaranteed. You know, it, it's a shame that, you know, we we don't have like the general store anymore, you know, where um you got mom and pops, you know, selling their vegetables. You can't do that anymore. I, if I'm not mistaken, I think you got I mean, you okay, money there again. You got to be licensed to sell and you fall under all these regulations. I mean, they have monetized fucking everything. Everything this planet has had to offer naturally. <laughs> they have monetized all of it. Think about that for a minute. You know, sure, maybe there is some exotic fruit that comes from another country. When we grew up, I I know about that one, but you have to be licensed and all this other stuff. It's not like it used to be. You just can't go, like, with your horse-drawn buggy full of produce and sell shit. You can't do that. But, you know, it's a farmer's market in the square, yeah? Um, Blame Texas, oh. FDA is basically run by the same people they're supposed to police. Completely useless, yes. Um, Hybrid says, I think Roundup just got sued because it was discovered. Yeah, Roundup, that they've been sued for quite a while. I mean, I've never used it, but I think everybody that has an email address gets spammed by the class action lawsuit thing talking about it. Um, Iris says, if the bees keep dying the way they have been in the U.S., you're in big trouble. Invest in beekeeping. It will be a lucrative business. And you're right. I, you know, I read something the other day, a lot less flying bugs around this year. You know, it's the little things like that. It really is. Um, well, yeah, there was a lawsuit. I think they had to change the chemical compound that they used when they lost the lawsuit. So, yes, it's still around, but it's it's supposed to be not the same shit. Tell that to mosquitoes. Okay. Well, okay. Mosquitoes and roaches are going to survive everything. Blame tag just wins the chat. He's going to open an organic bee farm. 
He just took everything from this chat, put it in that one statement and one. Mad uh, Dog says, baby powder causes cancer. Red dye causes cancer. Smoking causes cancer. Not smoking can cause cancer. Water at Camp Lejeune causes cancer. You know, I do think there's something to be said about the quality of food that we eat. I mean, we and we all do it. I mean, we all eat all these processed foods. I mean, yeah. I mean, and to be fair, I mean, you know, heroes on me, quit smoking, quit smoking. Smoking is not good for you. Yeah, I know. But shit, you're right. Blame tag. I mean, uh, mad dog, everything else gives us cancer too. Something is, you know, innocuous as baby powder can kill you. Like what the fuck? We're screwed anyway. Uh, hero says Robinson's farm has an organic section and their bees are in that area too. Oh, um, Iris says, I know people in Inglewood blame tag. If you need some bees, Iris says organic bee farm powered by solar. Oh, you better up it up. Blame tag. He got you. <laughs> and Mad dog says waking up. Isn't always good for people either. Yeah, that's the, you're, you're right. Well, this has been fun. This, this has been a random. Oh, I'm going to throw this out there. If you know somebody, because I have to do this because it's time. And it will be labeled retail war zone because that's just who we are. I need somebody to come on and we need to talk about football before the season starts. So if y'all can find me somebody that is interested in football and likes college football, yes, I, I have I have to do that because it's it's a thing. I'm less than like two weeks out. So I'm very looking forward to that. And you know what really sucks is I enjoy my job, but I have to work Saturdays 12 to 8. I'm going to miss like all the football games. It fucking sucks. So. And Hero says, I need someone not to come on and talk about football. Oh, well, you can fall asleep in a chair for that one. How about that? Uh, oh, Hybrid says, I played in high school until I broke a quarterback's arm. Well, good for you. That's a great defensive player. I hope it was while playing football and not like, you know, at practice or some shit. So, anyway, guys, this has been amusing um, at a minimum. We're sitting at an hour five. Oh, let's talk about fall and pumpkins and apples and Halloween. Hey, uh, for all you people that keep sending me the picture of Mariah Carey and the Ice Cube, y'all can go kiss my ass because we've got the answer for that this year. She's not thawing yet. So, uh, it's not time. Um, spooky season is here, otherwise known as home decor season. Um, I cannot wait for the sun to quit being hateful and, uh, and because, because it's terrible. This summer was rough. I don't know about where everybody's at, but terrible. Uh, did we ever decide to soundtrack soundtrack for what hybrid? Correct. Blame tag swooping in with the info. Um, Oh, yeah, Hero sent me a text with, like, the dude from Elf, uh, whatever that guy's name is. I sent him an X amount until Christmas the other day and triggered the shit out of him. Yes, Christmas parodies. Um, you know, we haven't – now, there's some new developments. Uh, we're finally getting around to – by the way, Blame Tag, I, I directed him towards software. So we've got a DeSantis song coming that is an Elton John cover. Um, I will have access to a singer, I think here in a couple of weeks that, um, uh, I have a fully written, we are the champions, but, um, it's called, we are essential. So yeah, there'll be, there'll be more coming, but as far as Christmas parodies, we haven't gotten any more. I mean, I think we wrote, we wrote the ultimate Christmas parody to be perfectly honest with you. I don't think you could really top that. Um, I do want to find some way to coincide with pariah, which this year we need to make sure we do that blame tag pariah. Um, we've got to find a way to combat what she does October 1st. I mean, uh, December, October 31st, where, you know, she came out smashing pumpkins and shit, and it was like Mariah season. No, it's Pariah season this year. Um, the It did really, really good last year, but I'd like to see it double this year. It's got a little over 8,000 views. I'd like to see 16,000 views this season. 
and I think it can be done. It's just going to take everybody getting it out there, and we've got to have some clever things to go along with it. So, but you know, it's uh, it's coming. Christmas is ours. I don't care what anybody says. We won that war. How do I know we won that war? Because the video was copyright claimed, but not copyright stricken, and and Universal Music did not make me take it down. We are allowed to play that, but we can't make any money off of it unless we do something kind of sideways. But that's how I know we won. Period. So, having said that, everybody, uh, next week, um, like I said, we'll have advertising agency. Um, coming up in September, um, we're going to have Gilgamesh back on, talking about where he formerly worked at in the cell phone business. So, that's going to be good. We're also going to have ET Fresh Media, which when we had GM Reigns on, she talked about us a little bit. People that she knows that runs a convenience store not far from area 51 and we're going to get into all the crazy customers and stuff that they've had. And like when the, the people that used to work there, when the raid on area 51 took, you know, took place. So it's going to be fun. Um, I've got a person that I've got to email here shortly about, uh, working for lens crafters. So that's coming. Um, I'm going to reach out to the teacher people, the hero hit me up. So September, we're going to get back to business. And like I said, I'm, I'm, I've got a couple of musicians I'm going to email and uh, keep my fingers crossed. If one was to happen, um, I may pass out, but we'll we'll do it anyway. We'll see. So, But anyway, you guys, as always, great in the chat. Um, everybody have a wonderful evening. Stay safe. Don't catch monkeypox. You know, that is Harambe's revenge. So, and if you don't know who Rami is, look it up and then you'll understand. So everybody have a great evening and we will see you next week. Thanks.